You're listening to the System Semi Podcast, episode number 273. Today, we're going to be talking about how to implement contracts into your Dubsado. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan, and my business love language is efficiency, because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. Hey, y'all. Super excited to bring this guest to you today because she is bringing up a really important topic, one that I believe is like one of the first things you should have in place and was something that, you know, I basically had an email, an LLC, a bank account and a contract. And that's like all I had. So I'm really excited to dive into the contract piece with her today. So Lauren, how are you doing today? I am so happy to be here. You are such an inspiration. You are the inspiration for my VIP days. So I feel lucky to be joining you on your podcast. Well, thank you. So we're going to be talking really specifically about how to implement contracts into your Dubsado, because I know y'all have Dubsado. And if you don't click the link in the show notes and get your life together, but we're specifically going to be talking about kind of, again, knowing what contracts that you need for what and how to really get them in place so that you're protected because protection is huge. And I think a lot of people don't take it as they should until somebody, you know, tests you and why not get something in place to avoid all of that, honestly. So Lauren, go ahead and tell uh, the folks a little bit about you and your business. Hello, I am Lauren. I am an attorney out here in Arizona. My firm actually started when I left corporate law because I just felt like I was using all of this experience within business for a huge corporation and negotiating contracts internationally. And I said, there has to be a better way. So I started working with small businesses here in Arizona on really creating a business that gave them peace of mind, having a legal foundation that at the end of the day gave them peace of mind and empowered them to go further to scale their business. So that's been the heart of my law firm. And that inspired me to actually create an online resource platform for small businesses looking for contracts that they could implement into their business. And I am a big systems person. So you kind of speak to my soul because I also use Dubsado and I think there's a power in having the right tools, not overdoing it, but having the right tools in your business in a way that it allows you to reinforce boundaries and really have those mindset shifts in your business to say, you know what? I am a true business and I'm going to take my business seriously. I'm going to advocate for myself and I'm going to be intentional. And I think that's a big benefit of making sure that you have, you build your business, not only from a systems perspective, but from a strong legal foundation and it can be really simple. So I'm so excited we get to jam out on this today because I think that every business might take a little nugget from this and hopefully, you know, maybe check the box on that, you know, okay, you're right. I need a better contract. I need a privacy policy, whatever it is. We'll go through it today and hopefully they can check the box and finally feel that momentum behind their legal foundation. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about, again, what do your clients' businesses look like before they've implemented a contract, like an official 
legitimate contract, not Google searched, but a legitimate contract. So what does that look like? So I like to call this when my clients start from the law offices of copy and paste, they actually don't feel very confident in anything that they've got in their business. So for example, we'll use coaching as a good example. You don't feel like you're really prepared to coach somebody when your business is kind of being duct taped together. You don't feel confident. You don't know what's in your contract. You don't know if it enforces boundaries. So I kind of find that it's like when we're kids and you start a popsicle, you know, a popsicle stand and a lemonade stand on the corner, you know, it's fun and you might get the business, but you're really not at the point that you're being intentional. My biggest thing I always tell people is I want to make sure that your time and energy is respected and that you're being abundantly compensated for that. And when you don't have a contract in place, the biggest thing that happens is that you are at risk of either getting paid at all or not being able to keep your money because you don't have an intentional refund policy. Maybe you have a guarantee on your website that you didn't realize, and then you don't have it in in your contract. And it's just, things are not working together to create a really clean system. And then I also think this is a big thing. They don't feel like, they're truly valuable yet because they can't give the customer the customer journey that feels really good. So I think before they kind of really get this stuff in place, before they get the systems, before they get the contract, they're playing a little small. I think that's so true. And I like the lemonade stand and popsicle stand example, because, you know, like you don't really have much to worry about, I guess, with lemonade, unless I guess someone gets sick off your lemonade, but we don't need to wish that upon any of the children these days. But I, you know, how serious are you taking your business? Like, are you just playing around? Is this a hobby? And that's one thing. But if you're wanting to be taken seriously, then people who do business with you are going to want a contract. And if they don't, they're shady and don't work with them. But (laughs) it really has to do with how serious you are with the work that you're doing and protecting yourself and your clients, honestly, like it's dual. So don't think that it's just you um, that's being protected as well. It's for the benefit of both of you. So walk us through the steps of really starting to implement those contracts with Desato. Yeah. So we are going to talk today about just specifically first identify what contract that you need, because then Desato can do the rest. And the Desato, the best part is if you're like me, so I have a law firm, but I also have a coaching business and my coaching business. The nice thing about Dubsado is it starts from the login. I have two branded portals through Dubsado that allow me to grow different elements of my brand, different elements of my related businesses. Right. And that's the best part. So I get to keep everything in like clean buckets in the right place. So for example, I log in to my law firm, I go in and I have a list of contracts that I use with clients. But if I go into the coaching side, my separate business page brand under Dubsado, I actually have a lot more depth because I'm actually using my coaching agreement for my VIP days, for my one-on-one. I'm also have in there different independent contractor agreements. So you get to build out, which is really fun, a nice way to like any tool you need, you can put it easily at your fingertips. So we're going to use the coaching example. So for anyone who is a coach and you don't have a coaching agreement, that's where we're going to start with you today. So you're going to put your coaching agreement in as your contract in Dubsado. 
And I'm going to put an, we're going to have a separate person too. We also have a, I was just talking about this with someone who's a podcast producer. So say we also have a podcast producer, their example, they work on multiple projects. So maybe our coach, they get you in and it's a six month program and it's pretty standard. You're going to have your coaching agreement. You're going to use that for the length of the time that you work with your client and you've got one main contract. We've kept it super simple for you. You have one thing that you're going to need. And the best way to do that is start from the proposal. I love to start from the proposal element in Dubsado because you can give them a boiled down version of exactly what you told them it's going to be. So your contract, this is the best tip. Your contract starts from how you market your product or service. If that's how you're selling it, that's exactly what your contract should mirror. If there's no hidden agenda when you have a contract, it's only echoing the expectations and intentions that you've already set with your client. That's why it's not this big, scary thing. That's why it's empowering. And like you said, protective for you and your client, because you're just all setting up that you are on one page. So you have one contract for a coaching client and you can include that as your main contract. And you start with your proposal. They get a boiled down version of what you sold them. What's included? How many coaching calls? Is there an in-person element? What resources do they get access to? And make them feel really good about the purchase. And then if they agree to the proposal, and they can even change what I like about this is maybe how many months they're going to work with you. And you can actually include on the proposal, those elements of, you know, how long is this term going to be? Is it going to be, is it month to month? And they're, they feel like they want to do six months. Is it a six month minimum, but they're really ready to do it for the full year, whatever that those packages look like, you can implement them straight into maybe have a couple different versions, right? So you have a couple different versions of your proposal. They get to select those packages and then they move straight onto your contract really streamline experience. And that's what we want for all of our clients. When they're working with you, you want the customer journey to feel super clean. So now they feel good about their proposal. They ready. They move on to the contract. The contract aligns the same expectations, puts that all out there. A big piece of contracts, especially for coaching is making sure you know how they're going to use the content. You've worked long and hard and invested time, money, energy, like probably tears into developing your program and your materials. So setting aligned expectations on the intellectual property is a big piece in coaching. All of that is going to be clearly outlined in your contract. They get to sign that and move straight over to your invoice. And that is the best part because what I like to tell my clients is truly your biggest risk is not getting paid. Make sure your invoice echoes whatever payment plan you have set up in your contract, but make sure most of all that the way that you structured your payments compensate you for the energy exchange. So don't have them, if it's a three month program, don't have them pay you for a year. That doesn't make sense. Don't do that. If you feel really good about getting paid up front because you think that that's both what you need and your client needs to have the correct transit, the correct correct transformation to really make that the right transformation for them, get paid up front. That's okay. Your contract can say that. If you feel like it's a three-month program and the energy exchange is equal every three, those three months, you can do a three-month payment program. Make sure they pay you before that next month begins. But the nice thing about Dubsado is you can move them from the feel good of a proposal 
to your contract and to payment all in one place. And that's my favorite part. So for a coach that gives you what I like to call, there's kind of like different levels of intimacy. When you're signing a contract, you're going to work one-on-one with someone. They're going to want to sign like pen and ink, sign your contract. We don't send, you know, our contracts out into the world and make you, you know, open the envelope, sign it, send it back anymore. And people frankly don't like to print your document, your PDF that you send them and sign it and then send it back to you. It's messy. Dubsado takes the guesswork out of that and allows them to type their signature all in one place. And you end up with an electronic record, which I love because whenever a problem comes up, I know you're going to have probably Jordan's filing system to make sure that you find that contract and you can advocate for yourself. So this whole process gets them feeling really good, gets the the expectations set up and gives you an electronic record of that and gets them to pay their contract all in one place. The other example that I kind of hinted at was maybe our podcast producer. I was literally having this conversation yesterday and they were, they sent me a message that made them feel so good because they finally felt confidence in how they were going to get paid. So for example, for a podcast producer, you're not going to use a coaching agreement, right? You're not a coach. That's okay. At the end of the day, we're all most likely independent contractors when we're in the service business, you're going to use an independent contractor agreement and you're going to include And this is how I like to do it for people that are going to probably grow and expand their scope of work with their clients, right? If your goal is to start maybe with a podcast launch, and then you're going to grow to working with and maintaining their monthly content. And then maybe on the back end, maybe you do video and you have this other piece of your business that you would love to get them involved in, or you're going to do sound clips for them or whatever it could be. Maybe there's different elements that they can work with you. And you would hope at the end of the day that they start in one place and they grow to be a more comprehensive client. You can use your independent contractor agreement. We have our template set up this way because I'm just obsessed with how this works out for clients is you can either just have a one-time project. You can use set up your independent contractor agreement as a one-time project. And you know what? The best part about Dubsado is you can have a couple of different types of contracts for your different workflows in there. So maybe you know this one person, they need one thing. They're going to be in and out the door. You'll probably never work with them again. That's great. But maybe you start with someone and you're like, you know what? I would love to continue to work with them in different ways. So this is how you do it. You'd start with a scope of work a setup in our independent contractor agreement template. And you say, Hey, this is all of the main intentions. We're going to set the boundaries around meeting together, the boundaries around content creation. And when it's time, we might expand our scope of services. And the best way for you to understand the details of how we're going to work together is take a look at the one page boiled down scope of work. Hey, the scope of work includes for this particular project, launching your podcast And you get to describe how that looks. And the best part is you can say, you know, when I do a podcast launch, you know, that's a big investment and it's a lot of upfront time. And so I like to be paid upfront for my podcast launches, right? You set up the scope of work in the way that says it feels good energetically for me to get paid upfront. Well, then that person loves their podcast launch. It goes super well. And now they're ready to work with you again. And you want to set them up on your monthly program. Well, now all you have to do in Dubsado is send them what we call a sub agreement. So you have that scope of work, that single page that points to your main contract that they've already signed. And now you're just sending them a sub agreement. 
And the subagreement says, we had such a great time working together that I can't wait to do your monthly maintenance and produce your podcast each week. And here is how we work together. You pay me the, the first of every month and you pay me for this many episodes. And hey, by the way, don't forget that you know if you go over on your time or you need a rush fee because maybe you were late to record, you can put all of those pieces, all of those boundaries into the subagreement. And likely I foresee it being one page because you can boil it down. You're just putting the meat into your scope of work. You're giving them the description of what the deliverables are going to be, what the time frame is and the fees. That's it. Like no legal jargon, no extra stuff, just the meat of it. And you can now just send them that sub agreement. That sub agreement is going to cover that next phase of working together. And that's what I love is that if you do your independent contractor agreement, right? If you work in a service industry where you're going to expand your services with a particular individual, you have the ability to do that. And it just, it takes so much stress off of your plate to be like, Hey, they said they want to do more with me. I know exactly what I send them next. And I love if you create it once and you think you'll ever do it again, just create a template around it and put it in Dubsado. If you're like, if you have a couple different ways to work with you, you create those one time and you get to pick and choose what they need. And it makes you more responsive, therefore more valuable. It's going to create a mindset shift in your business because you are ready to show up and you have a really clean customer journey and people love that. Make it easy for them. Have you been hearing all the buzz about VIP days or one day virtual intensives and want to create one for your business, but have no idea where to start? Head over to systemsamey.com slash quiz and take our new 60 second quiz to determine what kind of VIP day you should create. You'll get a detailed report with action items and exclusive structuring tips straight from the mouths of successful VIP day business owners. Ready to take back control over your schedule, your energy, and your income? A VIP day might just be the way to do it. Get started today at systemsamey.com slash quiz. One more time, that's systemsamey.com slash quiz. I love that you brought up subagreements too, because I think a lot of people think, oh, I got to do a whole new process and got to do this whole long thing. And when there is something that a lot of people have like launch strategy and then an additional, you know, monthly retainer on the back end. And again, instead of having it be a whole new thing, just switching it out a little bit for that one sub agreement part with scope of work. And then you're off to the races. Like your client doesn't need to know, they already know how you work in the rest of the areas, just send them, you know, that new scope of work. I love that. And I think, a lot of people overthink, you know, again, how many contracts they need. And so if you do just get the one contract and then change up, you know, that sub agreement, that's like super smart. And I think not enough people are talking about for sure. And so I know that a lot of people are going to want to implement this and are going to want to start to look at their services or their coaching programs in different ways. And what do you say to people that feel like, okay, I'm having to explain myself or having to reiterate my, you know, way of working multiple times. Is that annoying? Is that beneficial? Like what is that actually doing for my uh, client experience? So client experience is everything. If you can give a good client experience, you're going to be able to charge more. They're going to trust you. You're going to build trust from that with them from the very beginning of onboarding them. And it's going to make them feel better about the entire process. So the best part about, 
you know, having Dubsado, having canned emails that I love as well is that you need to assume, and you know, like my work is like creating these contracts and it kind of sucks that I'm going to say this, but people aren't going to read your contracts, like assume that they are just so lit up on working with you that they trust. And they're not going to like, maybe they skim it, but like, they don't really quite remember. Maybe they saw that you had, but you know, all of our contract templates where there's any one-on-one services, we have boundaries. Like we have a place for you to put your hours and how they can communicate with you. So maybe they skimmed over it. Maybe they didn't see it. So what I like to do is pull out the parts that they might need to know when they get started. So my first email that goes out says, Hey, here's your engagement letter. And I'm kind of flipping to my, you know, working with my actual clients, you know, Hey, we've prepared your engagement letter. Go ahead, click the link to sign, you know, pointing out a few things for you. And you can actually tell them like, as you know, we work Monday through Thursday, 9am to four, you know, otherwise we'll get back to the office on Monday and we'll be happy to, you know, jump right in. So we point out in a way that's casual and convenient, the most important things that they need to see. The next part that after the little link, it says, after you sign this contract, you're going to be charged for your initial hour. So they already, they're getting a a line of sight into what's happening next, because if they don't read the payment section fully, they're going to be really surprised when the next email that comes through as an invoice, right? Because maybe they didn't realize they had to pay me right away to get started. So I say that in the email. So my things are always, what are the first things that I want them to know when they get started? I want them to know they can't text me. So I put in a loving reminder about how I have a no texting policy. I let them know what our hours are. And then I remind them that the next thing that they're going to get after they sign is an invoice. And then the email that automatically, because I love the workflows, the email that automatically goes out when they pay their first invoice is how to work with me. Like, Hey, if you had something that you wanted to send over to me, this is where you can send it. Like give them the details of what's happening next. Okay. Now they signed. They're on this high of like, I'm ready to work with this person. Tell them what's next. Like, what can they expect immediately after they pay, you know, get them excited. And then the best part is that I give my assistant a few days, a day or two to set up their client portal. So that email usually says, Hey, we're so excited. You signed up and paid your invoice. We're setting up your client portal. We'll share that with you shortly. And so then in a few days, when she clicks, you know, final, she's like, she's done all the things that we need on their back end, uploaded all the documents, all the links, whatever it is. She sends another canned email that says, hey, we set up your client portal and now you have access to see. And I list what they can see on there. Your contract, if you need to refer back to it, your invoices for reference and just make it super clear. So I love that because they feel like they've gotten all this information and it's been dripped out to them as they started to work with me. So they feel really comfortable in the process. And all of those things that I mentioned are all things, all elements that I've pulled out of my contract. Hey, that no texting policy, that communication boundary. Hey, those hours, how I invoice, all of those things are elements in my contract that I've pulled out to remind them about. So they don't have to do the legwork of going back and reading the contract. I boil it down for them. Yeah, I think that's super key because people don't read contracts when they're super excited (laughs) and whatnot, but there are important elements for them to know about. And so 
like things like office hours or things like refund policies or guarantees and stuff like that. And even in Dubs Auto too, they have the ability for your, their clients to like have to initial next to parts of the contract that are really important for them to read. And so that's another element of Dubs Auto that I really love and think was super smart on their end because then that's just another added layer of protection to know they at least had to stop and sign this. So most likely they glazed over what was right next to it. And so it's pretty safe to assume that for sure. And I love that. Yeah. And going back to our coaching example, for any coaches out there, a big thing is what if they don't show? Like what if they no show on a one-on-one call? What does that look like? You made time in your calendar. Do you have an hourly rate to protect that? That would be a great place to initial. Do you have a no refund policy? Because half of the investment that they're making is really in themselves and telling themselves they're going to show up. And so if you have a no refund policy, are you going to have them initial that? Like those are great pieces. Like the places that you see people being upset about later, those are the places you have them initial. That makes sense. I love that. And so I know that we mentioned Dubsado, obviously as the tool that can help you with all of this stuff. Um, Is there anything else that you recommend or you want to share any other parts of Dubsado that are your favorites? Um, I know we all have. Anyone who's obsessed with Dubsado can name like 10 things that they're obsessed with, but go ahead and uh, geek out with us for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. So for any of you that do have that reoccurring element using reoccurring invoices are an incredible tool. Not only does it take the mindset, like the mind, like power off of, oh my gosh, it's the first and it's, but it's a Saturday and you don't want to be invoicing people, whatever it is. It makes it super automatic for you. So that if they get invoiced on the first of every month or the 15th of every month, or maybe they sign up on the 12th and then from every month going forward, they get invoiced on the 12th. It does the guesswork for you. And if they check the little box It also will allow your credit card system to charge them each month on a reoccurring basis, which again takes the question of, did you get paid? You don't have to go check for open invoices. So that's a big tool. And so we do like, again, in our templates, we contemplate a lot of these things that our clients come up against. My clients come up against, and then I, I breathe them into this contract template so that they're a resource for a wider group of people. And so it'll have in there, you know, Hey, is there an automatic portion to getting charged? If so, it allows you, the dub auto is a great tool to do it. If maybe you're more of an hourly, maybe it's more like legal services like me, right? Maybe you work on a, on a basis where as they as needed and you charge for your time, they have, I use on my, not on my coaching business, but in my law firm, I use their time tracker. And then that time tracker feeds to the invoice. And then I use the payment. I'm getting this wrong. What are we called? Payment schedules. I use the payment schedules to make sure that at the end of every month, they get their invoice, but they get a notice three days before that says, Hey, at the end of the month, this amount's going to be due. And then it, they get it again at the end of the month. And then if they're late to pay a couple of days, I have in my contract that says, Hey, if you're late to pay three days, we'll automatically charge your card. So three days later, it says, Hey, the payment's been processed for this invoice. Here's the link to the invoice for your records. So it allows this level of transparency. And I love it because I work two different ways. I have VIP days and coaching on one brand and I get to work in that way on, you know, on Deb Sato, but then I also have my law firm and I work on more of that hourly basis. And I'm able to do both with like with ease. And once you get the hang of it, it's like a no brainer. So I've loved Dubsado. One of my best podcast episodes was when I was talking about Dubsado and it's probably my most referenced. 
So I think like the love for you, Dubsado is just universal at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree. And I think a lot of my listeners would also agree. We definitely are fans. So with that, if you have not gotten a contract yet, then we'll have a link for you in the show notes in the description to go and check out Lauren's shop legally aligned and you can browse through. There's tons of different contracts in there for you to pinpoint what you need or ask a question if you don't know. But I would love for Lauren to share also where people can find you otherwise or want to chit chat with you or connect with you. Absolutely. Well, Instagram is the best place and Clubhouse. Now we're actually doing week hosting rooms weekly in Clubhouse and both are the Lauren Boyd. So I'm sure it'll be tagged in the show notes if you don't know how to spell any of that, but you can also text me. We have a new program set up. We are texting foundational, like legal tips, things that are going to make you feel confident in your legal foundation once a week. And you know, because your time is valuable and we set boundaries over here, Jordan, I'm just going to confirm all of that. And you can put that in the show notes because I want to make sure they get the right number, but we are actually just, we're filling some of the tips that we talk about most common with our clients and we talk in our business, we want to pump that inspiration out and make sure people feel like they have inspo and strategies to really feel confident in their legal foundation. So it's been really fun because we get to actually like communicate in more of a one-on-one, you know, element on texting. And that's what I'm loving about clubhouse too. So I don't know if any, how people are feeling about clubhouse, but I'm loving it because to me, it feels like the next level of podcasting and being able to kind of bring them in and have those conversations. So that's been really incredible. Yeah. It has been super fun to play with for sure. So, well, thank you so much, Lauren. We'll get all the deets for you guys to join all of the things and get all of your legal stuff in a row. So thank you again, Lauren, for being on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Happy to be here. Thanks for listening to the System Saved Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.